I just listened to Jim Rohn talk about association and the people we decide to be around. Life gives us a bunch of people based on thousands of factors, but this other group, we have to diligently search for. We also have to make choices about who we're going to spend our time with, and that is going to have a direct impact on how much influence, money, impact, and life that you have. As he talked about it, I had the thought that probably the reason I'm doing so well right now and doing the right things with money is because of who I am associating with. I'll talk about that change in five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to the Second Mix Podcast, where creators and aspiring entrepreneurs go to reflect, revise, and remix their lives and find the mindset they need to thrive without conforming. Nobody's better than you, nobody's smarter than you, and you don't need anyone's permission to succeed. My name is Matthew Bennett, and I was a miserable fool until I discovered all this stuff and changed my life. Now I'm passing it on and paying it forward. At the end of this episode, there's going to be a call to action to take some little step to remix your life. Take advantage of these exercises and watch things begin to change for you. In previous times in my life, I would want, for example, a keyboard. And I would just strive for that keyboard. I'd think about it all the time. And that's what I wanted was that keyboard. It was my whole goal and my life's purpose at the time. It was everything to me. I was burning to get the new keyboard. And so I'd do everything that I could to aim toward and buy that keyboard. I called people. I made things happen. I tried to find out how I could get it on credit. Tried to find out if I could have somebody buy it for me. You may know what I mean. I always went after that little desire that I currently had. And the desire was always for some physical object, something that would temporarily improve my life. I can't really say at the time that I was always around people who were spending all they made, but I was definitely not around people who were actively talking about building assets, becoming valuable to the marketplace, investing time and money into becoming even more valuable. Those concepts were foreign to me. The people that I looked up to were looking down on me as I tried to make money as a musician, a magician, doing things that I loved doing. I was an entrepreneur that wasn't hanging out with entrepreneurs. I was not hanging out with the right people. So they looked down on me and told me I needed to get a 40-hour-a-week job and start packing money away in my 401k so I could retire at 65 and be able to afford life after retirement. That was not appealing to me in any way. I, I could not grasp it. And part of, me, part of me knew that that's what I was supposed to be doing. I felt like that was the right thing to do. You get a 40-hour-a-week job. You save for retirement. You retire at 65. And I did not fit into that box, and I thought there was something wrong with me. My network at that time was not living the life that I wanted to be living. But I'm not saying I was doing everything right. Back at that time in my life, I still would just burn for desire for whatever object I wanted to have. There was nobody there to tell me at that time in my life that I could buy an income property 
and that that income property would pay for the keyboard and then keep paying me. So I would just go after whatever desire that I wanted to have. Until I changed my associations. I changed who I regularly spend time with. Now things are different. I actually have a desire to save money. My burning desire is to have money in the bank and down payments for income properties. I desire to own income-producing assets. And that is not by accident. And I didn't simply just choose that. It became what I wanted to do. I hang out with people where that's what they want to do. What they want out of life is to make smart decisions with their money. And so really changing the association, I'd have to say, is as important as your input. As far as what you do, maybe your input changes more how you think, but your relational input, as I could call it, that is networking. And your relational input is going to change your intentions and your desires. So maybe that's the truth. And I'm just working stuff out here, but maybe that is the truth. That's something that I'm going to have to ponder. There's, there's a possibility that your reading and your learning and the seminars you listen to, those things all change your mindset and your association input actually changes what you want. It changes your desires. It changes what you end up making your goals. I came here today to say that because I'm hanging out with eight or nine people that I see myself as I'm like them. And they save money and they try to create businesses and they try to find income producing assets. And that's who I'm hanging out with. And maybe I'm not pushing as hard as I can and I'm not pushing as hard as them right now, but I'm still just taking the little steps to get what I want. And I'm staying committed to this change. And all of that has been tremendous for me already in just a couple of years. I just watched an episode of the show Only Murders in the Building, where Martin Short's character was looking for $32,000 to start a project. I had the thought that just three years ago, in my own life, $32,000 would be an impossibly large sum for me to ever be in possession of or to ask for. And now I see things in a different light. I'm not saying that I'm at a point that it doesn't seem like a lot of money to me. $32,000 seems like a huge chunk But I'm pretty close to putting more than that down on some assets and borrowing multiple of that from a private lender to get another asset. My whole mindset has changed and every bit of it has to do with the books I read, the seminars I listen to, and the people I'm around. My effort to change was entirely the result of what I chose to put into my head and the people gave me the inspiration and the information and everything I needed to decide that I want something more, something bigger than scraping up enough money for a $1,500 keyboard. So who can do it? Who can change? I'd suggest that anyone can make these changes. Anyone who will take the time to learn and get around the right people. People are an asset you have, even if you don't know them yet. You'll never run out of people. If you want to up your game, This week, make a list of the people that you're around the most and ask yourself, what are they teaching you about life? Do they remind you that money is scarce and that you have to protect it dearly in order to get the little things that you want in life? Do they remind you that life is pretty negative most of the time and that it's a struggle to maintain satisfaction and forward momentum? Or do they push you and stretch you to become more than you are right now? If you want to become more, 
add people to that list. Spend time with them. And this week, come up with a plan to meet with one person who is successfully doing what you really want to be doing. And if you're serious, meet with another and then another. And you may be nervous and you may feel foolish. But sooner or later, you're going to meet up with the people who are going to help you change your life. Thanks, everybody. I will be here every Monday and Thursday until my cats stop getting their hair on my clothes. Thank you for listening to the Second Mix Podcast. Once again, I am Matthew Bennett. If you are on Apple, please give me five stars and leave a review. Whatever platform you use, you can subscribe to hear the latest episodes of the show. I answer every email sent to matt at secondmix.net, and I love to hear from listeners. If you know of anyone who will find this show helpful or useful, please share this with them. I can't reach them without your help. Take steps that will make your week incredible until we meet again. Keep reflecting, revising, and remixing your life. I'll see you soon. 